Kedu from BA. This is a Rorschach Nigeria update from the 26th January 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Just when you think we are done with reporting achievements, more wins keep rolling in. Remember we told you Nigeria's inflation crashed to its lowest for the first time in December, and then we told you crude oil reached its highest output production since March 2022? Well, it's another week of first for the country. On Monday the 23rd of January, the Federal Inland Revenue Service, or FERS, said that it generated over 10 trillion naira, about $21 million, as a tax revenue in 2022. First said that the figure is the highest tax collection ever recorded in the agency's history and that over 96% of its collection target was achieved. However, other areas don't seem to be doing so good. On Monday the 23rd of January, passengers were stranded at the international flight's wing of the Mortala Mohammed International Airport in Lagos because of a strike by the Nigerian aviation handling company, PLC, or NACO. The development grounded both arrival and departure flight schedules, which left travelers frustrated because no prior communication was sent to passengers about the strike action. The strike was later suspended after NACO said that it had started negotiations with its workers. Meanwhile, the federal government responded on Wednesday, the 25th of January, by saying that it would no longer tolerate strikes and riots in the aviation sector because its services are essential. It added that the law would be enforced to prevent future occurrences. Speaking of travel, here's an update on Nigerian travel COVID requirements. Some time ago, we told you the Nigerian government said that it would not place any restrictions on travelers from China, given that the rest of the world imposed strict measures following China's reopening of its borders amidst the COVID pandemic. Well, now the Nigerian government has made a U-turn and said that all travelers arriving in Nigeria, regardless of the country, must now provide evidence of COVID vaccination. On Monday, the 23rd of January, Geoffrey Okatubo, director of Port Health Services, said that the measure was necessary following a reported surge in the cases of COVID in countries like China, Japan and the United States. And vaccinated passengers arriving from other countries may have to be vaccinated at the airport. Still on the subject of health, diphtheria has appeared in Nigeria and it is already killing people. According to the Nigeria Center for Disease Control and Prevention, or NCDC, diphtheria is a serious bacterial infection that affects the nose, throat, and sometimes the skin. The NCDC said that people living in crowded conditions in an unhygienic environment and children and adults who have not received any or a single dose of the vaccine are capable of transmitting the infection. Diphtheria is transmissible through direct contact with infected people and through contaminated clothing and objects. A person who has been infected with diphtheria and left untreated can be contagious for up to four weeks. Symptoms such as fever, a runny nose, sore throat, coughs, red eyes and neck swelling will start appearing two to ten days after being exposed to the bacteria. 
NCDC said that until Monday the 23rd of January, it had recorded a total of 34 deaths of diphtheria. You can keep yourself safe by taking a vaccine, washing your hands frequently and avoiding outbreak areas. As the election approaches, there have been concerns about the high level of insecurity in the country and the impact it may have on the elections. Some geopolitical zones, like the Northeast and Northwest, have been feeling the heat for a long time, but recently the Southeast is quickly becoming an area of concern. But Enyenaya Abaribe, a senator representing Abia South, said that the rampant violence in the southeast will not affect the elections. Speaking on Wednesday, the 25th of January, the senator said that violence in the zone was externally motivated and, quote, sometimes supported internally, end quote. He said that security agencies were still gathering intelligence, but he assured that the elections in the southeast would be free and fair. Moving on to the business world, Nigeria has started an attempt to overturn the $11 billion debt awarded in favor of Process and Industrial Developments, or P&ID, a British Virgin Islands-registered company. For those who do not know, in 2019, a British court gave P&ID the go-ahead to seize Nigerian assets worth $9 billion over a 2010 contract to build a gas processing plant in Calabar, Cross River State. P&ID said that the deal collapsed because the Nigerian government did not fulfill its end of the bargain. And now the contract is worth $11 billion because it has been accumulating interest since 2013. But on Monday, the 23rd of January, Mark Howard, Nigeria's lawyer, told the court that P&ID obtained its contract by telling repeated lies and paying bribes to officials. Howard added that the company paid bribes and relied on false evidence to dupe Nigeria, the tribunal and the court into giving P&ID an extraordinary amount of money. P&ID said that it is innocent. The trial is expected to last for eight weeks and we will bring you updates as events unfold. Now sit tight and listen because we have some pretty interesting insights on what to expect in this year's weather. On Tuesday, the 24th of January, the Nigerian Meteorological Agency, or NIMET, released the 2023 Seasonal Climate Prediction. Mansour Matazu, the Director General of NIMET, said that there would be early rains across the country. According to him, the rains would most likely be from the 2nd of March in southern states like Bayelsa, Aqua, Ibom, Lagos and Rivers. Other parts like Sokoto, Kebi, Zamfara, Kano, Katsina, Jigawa, Yobe and Borno states will start to have rains between the 20th of June and the 7th of July. Nimet also said that the dry season would be less intense as compared to other years. And we can see that this prediction is already coming true, especially as Lagos recorded its first rainfall for the year a few days ago. Still on some light news, Odion Ikalo, a Nigerian footballer, said that he's not worried about the threat that Cristiano Ronaldo poses to his career in the Saudi Pro League. Now some quick filling in. 
Ikalo was the league's highest goal scorer for the 2021-2022 season with 24 goals. His goals helped Al-Hilal, his football club, to win their 18th title. Earlier this month, Al Nasser, one of the biggest clubs in the league, broke the bank to sign Cristiano Ronaldo on a deal that will earn the Portuguese a total of 200 million euros per year, which is the highest salary ever paid to a professional footballer. Ronaldo has a prolific career as one of the best goal scorers in football history. Naturally, a move like this would threaten Icalo, who currently has the Golden Boot Prize in the league. But on Monday, the 23rd of January, the Lagos-born strikers said that he welcomes the challenge that Ronaldo brings and that they will both score for their respective teams. He called him the, quote, greatest of all time, end quote, and said that he only sees admiration for the Portuguese striker. And that's it for this week. Hey y'all, another question. Are there any platforms we should be on but aren't? We can tell how many people listen on various platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google Podcasts, etc. And we can tell those not on VPNs what country you are listening from, but we want to be sure that there aren't some important platforms we aren't on and should be. So let us know at nigeria at rorschach.com. Kaodi. Thank you.